Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of A Whole Mood. So last week, I brought JT on, and we did another episode of The List, where we both talked about the hits that stick like grits, the one-hit wonders, and our top 10 one-hit wonders. So let me know if you guys like the list that we curated. I would love to hear your feedback on what was wrong, what was right, and what do you feel like re- resonated you? Who you feel like should be higher? I would love to know. So this week, I would just like to give y'all a little checkpoint on where I'm at. So there was this job that I wanted that I talked about with Zenobia two episodes back. And honestly, this was kind of like a hidden dream job. And I didn't realize because as you may know, I've always talked about having a music-focused career and, you know, one day somehow pivoting into something music-related. I really focused heavy, heavy on the music because that is like a number one passion of mine. Well, I'm actually diving deep as to what she told me or gave me instruction to do. And she told me that I'm going to do some internal diving. And I really did throughout this process. Because initially, I will say, once this opportunity was presented to me by a colleague at the time, I didn't have the same thought process that I did before. And then when I got the attention of a recruiter for a certain position, I will honestly say, I was like, I don't want to do that. But then as I was going through the process, I'm realizing and I'm really diving deep into, oh my God, no, this is actually a great opportunity because this is something literally my entire life. I have so many life experiences with this job and it kind of brings everything to kind of like a full circle moment for me, especially growing up. And I don't want to reveal the company yet until it's definitely safe to share. And I can talk about it in its specifics once that is. But I'm now in an internal discovery to know like, wow, this is like a number one passion to me. Outside of directly music, that is. Although the music is pretty iconic within itself. That's all I'm going to say about that for right now. Of course, I completed three rounds of my interviews. I was very happy with how that interview panned out. And I believe right now what I'm dealing with, I'm you know, it's the waiting game. And I'm not my best self when it comes to the waiting game. As you know, as anybody knows that's looking for a job, the anxiety that the waiting game is filled with, 
no one is built for that type of like anxiety level. I mean, you're constantly worrying, thinking about if you said the right thing, if you did the right thing, if you came off a certain way, if you're thinking about things in a different way, like all of these things come into play and it really just kind of messes with your mental. And you're constantly retracing your thoughts, thinking, you know, if you could have done something better. And combining with this state of the world right now with the recession and inflation and all of these companies are minimizing, downsizing. The job market right now is very vast and the competition, it's a lot of people out here that are looking for jobs. So I know that that is also a thought process, but given the inflation, being on unemployment it's just not mathing. Like the rising prices of all of these things on top of your small balance that you have to now deal with, it causes a lot of pressure for you to then find that next opportunity. And you just keep hoping that the one that you're faced with right now is the one. And I hate that type of pressure. Oh my God. But on that same note, the thought of meditation it's definitely necessary right now. I feel like, you know, so many people are going through the same thing that I'm going through. We've seen the Twitter, Facebook layoff news, and that's been like everywhere. But also just recently, layoffs with Google, where Google was laying off like 12,000 people and Salesforce, like all of these major, major companies are letting go more than like 10,000 people. So I know it, as far as this job market, I'm not alone when it comes to this employment things. I just figure, you know, what better place to do like a meditative or a episode gearing towards meditation to kind of gather clarity within. With meditation, when did I start meditating? Like, what do I get from meditation? So why do we meditate? We meditate to gather clarity, to still the mind, to calm your nerves. And I know for me, what I know I have a problem with is being more present. So I started meditation in 2018 at a very high stressful time for me. I think it was a, a lot of pivotal moments in that era where I knew I needed a career change. This was the start of my pivot out of radio. I knew that the radio industry was a dying industry due to the heavy usage of Spotify's and the YouTube's and the Pandora's. And I just felt I saw my life moving forward if I stayed there, being on unemployment more than at least five times before I hit 30. And I didn't want that life for me. And there was a lot happening in my personal life that... I felt like it was like a downhill spiral. Meditation in that time and also journaling caused me to really just be still. Because a lot of times in my mental state, like I feel like if I'm not doing something, then what am I doing? And I tend to think that there can be some action point to lead to some level of progression. When to be honest, that's not always the case. A lot of times, just being still moves mountains. I had to learn that more the hard way than the easy way, of course, later on in life. Through meditation, I learned one big example when it came to 
running and chasing something and never really sitting still to receive whatever's being sent my way. The example was, you know, when you're constantly running for something and then you just get to a point where you're flustered, you're frustrated, you feel like you've exhausted all your options and it rendered you no results. Failure when it comes to chasing after something and you realize even doing all of that, you have no results. How awful does that feel, right? Think about it like this. If you're constantly running, then you don't allow space for something to come to you. You also lose focus. You don't acknowledge your surroundings, what's around you, being present in the moment, right? When you're still you get to acknowledge all of that. You get to be in the moment. You're knowing something is going to flow your way. I've come to adopt that mentality before thinking that, you know, I have to just exhaust all options possible to get what I want. Some things you can, as long as you know it's within your control. But as far as things that are outside of your control, just be still, be present, be grateful. I just could not understand or I constantly stressed myself out about certain components about my life that were outside of my control instead of actually dealing with the things that I could control. And so it then clouded my mental state. It made me overwhelmed at all times. I checked out emotionally and I wasn't able to do my day-to-day -day because my mental state was completely bogged down with a whole bunch of fluff stuff. Actually, you know who introduced to me meditation? JT. JT, actually, he sent me an app and he told me, like, maybe this will help. And so I started doing it and then I realized, like, how I began to feel more lighter towards the end of it. But I think meditation also works if you know your triggers. So you have to know what triggers you, what upsets you, when do you get overwhelmed, when do you get stressed, when do you feel out of control, what moments when that occurs. For me, my triggers, feeling out of control with my life, definitely in those type of moments, um, mainly they deal with like, a lot of like career pivots that I've de dealt with, including like this one right now. So a lot of times when I feel like work isn't going well, or if I feel like I'm being pigeon held, or if I feel like the ceiling is way too low and I feel like there's a better way, it tends to come up like me feeling out of control. And with that, I think in this current state, feeling overwhelmed with many responsibilities, you know, we grown out here. So it's kind of like, do I have enough save to where I could be able to move on and still continue life as I know it? Um, anxiety pending with tasks and moments, looking for that next job. So you're constantly like worried about like whether or not if the person liked you enough, what is the next phase? Somebody's not getting back to you on time. You're not getting responses, all of these things. And I know for me, my mind races a thousand miles per hour. Like I'm constantly thinking about stuff that I cannot control. And it is the most natural thing. I've learned through that, that it's not like a fault of my own. It's just what the mind does. The mind is just going to constantly think. It definitely proves that 
you are alive and well, but gathering control and creating clarity and take making space for yourself and for your mental well-being is definitely key. And another trigger that I have is not being present in the moment. So with all of these feelings combined, I began to almost be like a zombie when I'm most stressed. A lot of times when I'm emotionless and I'm like constantly just waiting for something to happen in order for me to do X, Y, Z. It's always kind of like, oh, well, when I get over this, then I'll do this. And and it shouldn't be like that. Life, you're not living if you're waiting for something in order to achieve something else. I feel like that's not a definition of living. So with that, it's like that's the moment when I know I need to be still. I need to get clarity because if something needs to get done, I kind of have to do it. It's really no excuse other than just getting it done. Feelings of meditation when I know I need to do it is like when I feel unhappy, when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel stressed, when I feel somewhat like not present in the moment or out of my emotions. And so through meditation, I learned you know, do not stress about things you can't control. Jumbling your mind with all of these things is really unhealthy. And we all know stress is the number one killer. And it is a catalyst for probably a lot of diseases more than what we think. I think our body, it does not operate well when we're under stress. We are probably the most unhealthy when we're under stress. So what do you do to try to relieve yourself from stress? I think we all have our habits. I know mine is almost kind of like you have the idea of if I'm not happy now, then where can I find happiness? And that's when we get in that unhealthy thinking, thinking that external things can make us happy when really happiness is within. And through meditation, I actually learned through a certain exercise on how to achieve and find inner happiness. So an example that was given to me, and it kind of opened up such a light in me when they kind of put it in this perspective. You know how you feel when a baby is present? Or for some people who don't really care for babies, when a puppy is present or when a dog is present. It's like, you know, babies are a symbol of hope. Babies, you know, they invigorate like happiness and internal joy. And they kind of exude that same thing onto others. Like when you hold them and when you're caressing them, when you kiss them on the cheeks, when you're making them giggle, you're really just present in that moment. And I feel like babies have the gift of making anybody happy, making anybody chuckle in that moment because they're just so carefree about life and they're so filled with joy. And so in that moment, it makes you realize like, you know, you kind of put all the everyday stressors away. You put all of your fears, your cares, your stuff that you can't control, the stuff like it kind of just goes absent for a moment and you kind of just laugh at something right in front of you. I feel like that is a great example of being present in that moment. And so when it comes to being present, I feel like it comes in the sense of like healthy check-ins. And meditation is very much that same space for me because 
I'm able to really just give myself space to not think about nothing. And I'm actually literally concentrating on not thinking about anything but my breathing. That was like a perfect example of finding my own silver lining of happiness because I've been on the opposite end of happiness. I've seen a very low level of depression where it was so unfamiliar to me that I realized I was so low that nothing was funny. And that is so unlike me because I'm such a silly person, but along with nothing being funny, nothing stimulated me. In any way, I was very much like a dead body just walking. And I don't ever want to feel that again, but to feel that is to know. And to know when you're that stressed, that depressed, that unhappy, then you begin to know what that check-in looks like and when you need it the most. And what a blessing to now have the tools to be able to aid myself in some capacity with meditation. Um, Again, happiness is not an external thing. You can be happy even in an unhappy area of your life. Things might not be going your way, and it may take a little bit more effort than usual. But if you take that step, you'll find happiness again, and you'll appreciate yourself for it. So where am I right now? As it relates to doing all the interviews, going through all the ebbs and flows of unemployment, Are they going to hire me? Whatever. Listen, I went through my moment of stressing myself out and all of that. And honestly, I was not okay. I feel that I'm really messing up the energy to prepare for my blessing by worrying about if the blessing is actually going to be given to me. Just like you can psych yourself out of things, I'm psyching myself in, for example. So I just kind of woke up one morning and was like, I've done a great job. I did the best that I could do. Now it's out of my control. It's really out of my control. And so I took that moment to acknowledge that. And now really what I've done, I've already accepted the position in my head. So ain't no more stressing about it because it's mine. Like leave all that stuff that I cannot control And just throw it all in the trash because at this point, the position is mine. All the stress that comes with all these abstract things, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm psyching myself in to believe that everything that I want, I already have. And so with that said, I would love if you would allow me to lead this meditation. And I think first by preparing you guys... I would love to prelude by saying, please make sure that you're in an environment where you're not going to be disturbed, that it's going to be quiet, that way you're not distracted by surrounding music or white noise or any of that sort. Just really be in a calm space. This moment is for you. This moment is a personal journey to gather clarity, to clear the mind. And to take out all that unnecessary junk that's overwhelming you on a daily basis. Allow this exercise to be a vehicle for you to perform better, to do better, to think better, to live better, and to love better. You deserve it. Once you're in that quiet room and your surroundings are safe, 
I invite you to find comfortable seating where your posture is upright and allow your arms to fall comfortably on your lap. As a reminder, this meditation is such a personal journey and I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that you enjoy me leading it for you. All right, here we go. Let's just start by doing a little breathing. So we first keep our eyes open. I'm gonna count to six and you're gonna inhale in your nose. One, two, three, four, five, six. And you're gonna exhale out of your mouth at six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And keep that motion of breathing by internally counting down to six. Each time you inhale in the nose and exhale out the mouth. In this moment, do not let the mind wander. Only focus on your breathing. As you breathe, envision energy circulating through your body, down to your toes, through your legs, through your torso, all the way up to the top of your head, filling you up. And as you exhale, you're releasing that same energy and bringing it down your body, from your head all the way down to your toes. And as you exhale, Allow your eyelids to slowly rest until your eyes are completely shut. In this moment, you can keep a more natural flow of your breathing internally in the nose and externally out the mouth by not counting to six, but allow the brain to only focus on the breathing.
Try not to allow yourself to feel guilty if your brain starts to wander. It's okay. Just bring your concentration right back to the breathing. this moment you can start bringing a focus back to your toes and your fingers and letting them wiggle a little bit also allow your eyes to roll inside your lids left and right
your own time, feel free to open up your eyes and just be aware of your surroundings. All right, so how did that feel? Do you feel any clearer than when you first started? But no, that is definitely an exercise that I use when I'm most stressed and I just need to like calm myself down and really like gather some clarity. So I hope that you can use this episode as an exercise to propel you forward to a more healthier, stress-free life. You can also follow my page at Whole Mood Podcast on Instagram, and you can listen to my podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast. I'm Alon. It's a Whole Mood. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.